Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of June 2K19. I am your host, George. I am here with this podcast journey with one Ryan Lance. It's me. Hi, hi there, Ryan. How are you? I'm fine. That's the classic <laughs> Ryan. Classic Ryan moment. Uh, I'm here with Carrie Lyles. Carrie, how are you doing? I'm great. Oh, good. See, that that is also <laughs> classic Carrie. <laughs> Uh, this is the movie podcast where we talk about the movies of the month prior and what we're looking forward to the next month. It is June. Well, it's technically July when we're recording this, but June happened. <laughs> Story of our lives. Yeah, hey, it's pretty early. This is pretty July. fucking early for us. Good. Yesterday was a holiday, technically. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a holiday, not technically. Today should might as well be a holiday, honestly. Uh, June. There were some movies, one including. Men in Black International, the folks at Sony are not ready to give up the ghost on the Men in Black license and have given us another motion picture in the critically acclaimed and beloved series that is not completely outdated by the late 90s. Uh, yeah. They put uh, Tessa Thompson in this one, and I'm here. Am I the only one who saw this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, they put Tessa Thompson in this one, and it, I, was, I would have actually joked that they couldn't save it from mediocrity, but it's better than Men in Black 3. I don't remember hating Men in Black. But I also can't remember anything about it. But I'm pretty sure that it's better than that. I only saw the first one. I think this is probably the best one since the first one. Well, perfect. Yeah. Um, But what does that really say about it? Nothing, really. It doesn't say (laughs) anything. It doesn't really say who Men in Black International is for. People in their 40s. Um, People who love Liam Neeson? Maybe. People who like Tessa Thompson, that's probably for the, get the young kids. Like, oh, man, yeah. I'd love to see uh, a new Men in Black. Oh, I, I don't care about Men in Black, but I like Tessa Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Chris Hemsworth, isn't it? Okay, so this movie, um, I saw it by myself. Don Joe and I, which is my girlfriend, we were like, well, she was like, man, why don't we watch just middling movies anymore? Really, I like to be swimming in seven sometimes, you know? She, she told me, she's, she's told me, what, I can't remember what she was like, George always sends me to like. Child's play. Yes. She's like, he always shows me like either like the nerdiest shit or like the most hipster trash. Yes. Like, I want to see a regular ass. Just a normal movie. And then movie. she was like, so we went to Men in Black, and I was like, oh yeah, this is why we don't see normal yeah. movies. Yes, that's exactly why. And I was like, so what'd you think? And I was like, ah. I think like I think I gave up the ghost on that like before we even started the podcast. I think. Um... But yeah, so this movie is very middling. I don't think it's terrible. I don't like people really slammed it online yeah but the thing is it's like it's a fucking b it's like a hollywood popcorn movie it is right. that i think tessa thompson does a lot like she's in a suit for most of this movie nice. uh and she's in a polo like in a black polo for when they're in like venice or some summer the place the place where aquaman fought manta ray oh, in man. fucking that island i think it was spain no it was italy <laughs> i can't remember where that was <laughs> Aquaman went so many different places. Yeah, that is very oh, true. Honestly, like in the ocean, then man. He was in the desert. Again, they are in, in the, they're in, in they are in Italy in this movie. They are in the desert in this movie also. So there was a moment I was like, man, remember Aquaman? I think I told him, man, that was a good movie. Um, this is not as long as Aquaman. So uh, Tessa Thompson uh, has always wanted to, has been following the Men in Black for her entire life. They she met an alien when she was a little kid and. She was not given the generalizer, that little thick, flashy thingy. But she saw her parents get like when she saw the, when the men in black were like, "Yeah, we're looking for this alien thing." There's like alien thing, and then they got the generalizer. She was on the top floor of their apartment, and she saw it. She's like, "Whoa!" And so ever since she's been chasing them, she finally finds them. Um, she gets uh, oh, uh, 
ooh, 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 ooh. Who is the actress who is in that movie with Mindy Kaling? Uh, who? Emma Thompson? Yes, Emma Thompson is the director of the Men in Black U.S. branch in this timeline. And Tessa Thompson, is, I mean, not Tessa Thompson, Emma Thompson, is like, I'm going to send you to, the, to England. I think there's something funny going on over there. You're going to go over there and you're going to help them out, whatever they need. Uh, which is the Branson Liam Neeson's in charge of. Uh, the best the the best agent, so-called, in that place is his son, Chris Hemsworth. Mm. Chris Hemsworth is a slacker, handsome guy who's like, hey, guys, you know what I'm saying? Ha <laughs> ha, classic. And, uh, you know, he's in one scene we see him as a classic Chris Hemsworth. He's playing poker, really drunk, trying to get this alien guy. And then things go bad. And then there's this, like, one cool alien lady who's, like, also, like, a big drug dealer, like, don't want to fuck with them. And he's, uh, the bad guy poisons Chris Hemsworth. Uh, uh, and then he's like, ah, I'll give you anything you want, lady, if you fucking whatever the hell. Give me the antidote. Ah, and she's like, anything? And they fuck. Nice. And then he's like, I'm oh. out of here. I'm Chris Winsworth, bitch. <laughs> and there's like, everyone laughs. Like, ha ha. Um, anyways, Liam Neeson is a snake. Liam Neeson's fucking an alien, actually. Oh. Actually, Liam Neeson died all years ago. Oh. That's the twist of this movie. <laughs> well. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um... In that, they go on an adventure to fucking, you know, make, figure out, get this alien thingy, whatever. Uh, Kumail is in this movie, my fucking God. Uh-oh. Nanjiami? Yeah. Kumail, okay, I like Kumail a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I was a casting director, if I was someone who wanted a wacky, funny, like, uh, someone to break the tension, who can make the one-liners, if I was very inside-the-box thinker, maybe not the brightest, I would get Kumail. And Kumail is just underutilized here. He's just here to give sound funny and give quips. That's what it feels like. And it's a real shame. And, and also, like, you can tell just Kumail, like, he's just reading off a fucking, like, scholastic book fair joke book. Like, it's uh, it's not great. So that's what, that really fucking depressed to me. That sucks. <laughs> it felt like we were, like... Kumail's career took a dark turn at some point. Or, like, the early parts of his career. Like, he's trying to get started, you know. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't had the big sick yet. Like, we don't know this kid. But he's, he's got a lot of potential. He's funny. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And I was like, why are you doing this movie? <laughs> Whatever. I guess we all need to get... You know, they probably paid very well. All right. I get it. So it's very disappointing. But I think the movie's fine. There's plenty of Tessa Thompson. She does a good work. She does good work in it. As good as... Like, it's what you expect. It's fun. But I don't think anyone has any fun things for the men in black. I don't know. And mm-hmm. it's fine. Not I. It is perfectly fine. I remember liking the first one a lot. And I, then, I and think then, I've only seen two and three and four. I haven't seen the first really? one. Really? Huh. There's some guy who wants sugar, right? That's uh, the first one. Sugar, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, the cockroach monster yeah. guy. Yeah. My favorite part about Men in Black uh, was uh, the music videos they played beforehand. Uh, let me tell you what. Men in Black, a, a dumb song. Uh... Oh my god, what's the song for the second one? Which is I like a lot better. Oh my god. Black Suits Coming. That's what it was. The That's Black Suits good. Coming. That's a, I saw, when I was a little kid on the internet, I saw uh, a, a, an AMV of that song oh. with cutscenes from Shadow the Hedgehog. Nice. <laughs> that was very good. Anyways, uh, F. Gary Gray made this of Fate of the Furious. A terrible film. Uh, a disappointing film. A travesty. <laughs> Uh, You're just full of the ticks today, aren't you? Anyways. Uh, anyways, 
The Dead Don't Die is another movie we saw by one Jim Jarmusch. The boy. Uh, he's yes, he's here with uh, a motion picture about zombies. Uh, with one Adam Driver, Bill Murray, and Tilda Swinton. Uh, Tilda Swinton is Australian in this movie? No, she's like Scottish. Oh, yeah. you're right, totally. No, that's what she is. That's what it is. Um, yeah, or Carrie. Is she? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a thing. So, Carrie, you like this We all saw it, right? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. we saw it together. I can't remember. We all saw it together, John. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, you just always watch movies with so much other friends I have, so it's hard to really like remember. <laughs> Carrie, you fucking love this movie yeah, a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot, and I think I'm one of the only people on the planet. I mean, I liked it fine. <laughs> I also liked it fine. A lot of people hate it. Oh, that yeah. I 100% see. I think I texted you like, this is this year's honorary It Awaits at Night fucking it award. It comes at yeah. night award. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I was getting ads for this on, like, Facebook. Yeah, totally. I was like, oh, no. That's Adam Driver and Bill Murray. Zombies have fun. Oh. It's like Zombieland. I bet Bill Murray picks up a snowball or something. That's crazy. <laughs> That's not this movie. No. It's very much not this movie. No. So it takes, like, half an hour to really get to, like, zombie stuff. It takes too. a while. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a slow movie. It's fun. And it's flat and dry. <laughs> It's the flattest, it's the giest, (laughs) it's the most self-aware. There is no fourth wall in this movie. No. But, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing because, uh, like we mentioned, it is a zombie movie, but it's a zombie movie that knows it's a zombie movie. At least Adam Driver certainly knows it's a zombie movie. Uh, and the... I described it as a zombie parody movie made by someone who doesn't like zombie yes, movies. Yes, 1,000%. <laughs> yes, you did mention that. Like, that is the most accurate way I'd describe this movie, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. So I think for those people who are, who are sincere about wanting that, they're going to fucking hate this movie. because <laughs> yeah, I'm the kind of person who I, I like zombie movies, I guess, but I'm... I feel a little bit of the zombie. What's the word? Like fatigue. Zombie fatigues. It's like we we've had a lot of zombies. I feel like we've been saying this for the last for like seven years. years. Yeah. 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 And so this feels fine to me to have like a, a boring ass zombie movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's funny. And I love I love everyone's performances, even though a lot of them are just like. Bill Murray's a great straight man in this, yeah. where he could have been the character Adam Driver plays. Uh, I think. Because I think Adam Driver does it way better, but you know the the sarcastic, the very straight man. Bill Murray has definitely played those types of characters. Like I would say, he's kind of that character in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, but he played well, a good smart ass. Yeah. Um, but he is better as a sincere, like what the fuck is happening, guys? I think it's very good. And Adam Driver, stoic, fucking dumb voice and his smart car. Yeah, it is smart car. <laughs> uh, it's very good. Um. And then we have, who was the actress who played the other Chloe cop? Chloe Sevigny, Sevigny, I don't know how to say Savani. her name. Savani. Yeah. She plays also a good, just like, oh my god! <laughs> Very good. Well, Abdur's like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Can we also talk about, not only is Adam Driver's delivery of ghouls great, but also his delivery of, oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think where this movie loses a lot of people is a lot of the fourth wall breaking stuff. People think that it's just dumb and pretentious. Yes, that's how I feel. And I think a lot of people also really, really hate that ending monologue from Tom Waits. Oh, right. But I thought it was fun. In the <laughs> like, Perhaps we were the zombies all along. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm here to defend those people for a second. Um, okay, go ahead and I'm gonna, try. <laughs> so, I'm not one of those people, but I'm going to say here, if I was one of those people... And I came in going for a sincere thing. This is the worst possible outcome. Yeah. Because it is very much that friend who is like, you like hanging out with them, but they will fucking like, when they want to be the biggest asshole of a thing, they could totally be that asshole. Because this movie's like, oh no, you're a fucking idiot. You thought this movie was this? Wow, you fucking suck. And I'm going to make fun of you for an hour and a half. And you paid for it. You can leave. I don't fucking care, but... Like, we're here at the, we're here at this restaurant. Ah, fucking sorry. <laughs> um, and I can see why it's frustrating. But yeah. I think for me, it's like no, there's, there's no way this movie's gonna play it straight. I think no. <laughs> yeah. I would be disappointed if it did play it straight. First, <laughs> I would be disappointed if it played straight. Um, yeah, Ryan, how'd you feel about it? I I enjoyed it. I felt a little. I don't know. The the I I appreciate the like the the long dry ride. But at some points, I was just like, "All right, can we like?" Get yeah, there are bits that are like, "Yeah." And I, I, I think it'd be fun if it'd be like fifteen minutes shorter. Honestly. Yeah, that too. I, I do. It's already pretty short. And it's also. weird because like I both like and don't like how like they'd introduce like important like new characters and then they'd, and then Adam just come like, "Oh, so uh, Selena Gomez is dead." Yeah. <laughs> can we talk about when Selena Gomez was talking to Caleb Landry Jones and she's like, "Your horror movie knowledge is impressive." <laughs> <laughs> Was it Adam Driver oh. who was like, um, they made like a Mexican comment. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. Like, that girl is Mexican. Yes, that's, yes. <laughs> that. like, how can you tell? <laughs> like, I love so like, Mexican. I have like an affinity for Mexican. Uh, I think that's what he said. That was, that's why I made very much because of how uncomfortable I think, I think that was good. like, I heard a, I was sitting next to you when I watched this. I even heard a very loud laugh at that. That was time. very good. It was good because that felt like that should have been in the movie. Like, what the fuck was that? that I think was, that was just Adam Driver. Yeah, that was very good. That was very... That makes me think of one of my favorite things you've ever said about Adam Driver was when they were playing trailers for Black Klansman and you were like, to be fair, if you put Adam Driver in a plaid shirt, he's gonna look like a racist. Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, very much so. He's either a fucking fake nerd boy <laughs> asshole who's uh, very nice but will completely emotionally manipulate you, uh, or a racist. Uh, but I like him. The duality of man. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 good. I think people will find. I think this might find a, a following once it's out like digitally, once it's out on Netflix and stuff. I think for as a as a theater movie, I, th- I think it'll do better. It has a chance of being a cult thing and showing in theaters oh, yeah, later. Definitely. But definitely not for a mainstream audience. Yeah. I think it's a tough... You definitely market it. I would market it to get those people because I don't know how else I would market yeah. this movie, but... And I mean, he put so many fucking big stars in the yes. movie. And this... Mm-hmm. If I, I haven't really... I've just started watching more of Jim Jarmusch's stuff. I haven't seen most of it. I've seen most of his recent stuff. But uh, this is one of his biggest releases ever. Right, yeah. So... Yep. For people who like him... Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen Broken Flowers. It was oh. good. It's one of those those old guys trying to find meaning. Movies, yeah. Yeah, but it's still it nice. It's got, it's got Bill Murray was and it Tilda Swinton. Was it before Lost in Translation or after? I do not know. Part of me wants to feel like it's older, but Lost in Translation is also old. It just has a big-ass budget. Yeah. Um, it's got that. Scarlett Johansson's butt in it. Mm-hmm. Not right it's in away. Japan. Right away. The very first thing you see. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, Toy Story Four. 
They've made Pixar and Disney have made many motion pictures. Some of them original uh, exciting ideas. Much of it recently has been, you know that old property we made? When will we revisit it? It's been at least seven to We're six gonna years. We're going to revisit it and also everyone that will look, this is this movie's for me, not for the kids. This is for my people. We grew up on the I'm so sick and tired. Yeah, it's, it's, I hate like I hate people my own age because they're like Yeah, this. It's, it's our age, yeah. It's like anyone can like anything. Listen, I still agree with that take, but I also hate children. <laughs> no, like like ch ch children That's suck. True. No, we all agree with that. We all hate children on this podcast. That's fair. But like to catch I, me at the theater, like, eh, you'll fucking get it, kid. God damn it. Um, listen. I was your age when I watched Toy Story, and you're what? Your, your age and you're watching Toy Story? Right, you fucking idiot. Get your fucking life together, dumbass. <laughs> Do you even know who Tim Allen is? Uh, anyways. Um, when Can someone Google to me when Toy Story 3 was? 2010. Okay, that, should, that sounds about right. Okay, cool. Ryan, you Googled that so quickly. I know. Wow. <laughs> I have that Google Jesus fiber. Christ, it's almost been a decade, huh? Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, it's that, like, it's been seven to nine years. There is mm -hmm. enough of a generational gap. We can revisit this property and see if it hits again. So, um, Ratatouille is fucking well. They should have done that like two years ago at this point. I don't think they're ever going to revisit Ratatouille. Ratatouille. I don't think they're going to revisit it. Monsters, Inc. 3. No, 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 no. Elementary school. <laughs> Point is, they've made a few of these, and these have been, very, I would say, Finding Dory, Monsters University, The Incredibles 2. Still haven't seen Incredibles 2. Same. Honestly, fine. could care less. Yeah. They've all been very much like, man, this is just creatively bankrupt. Um, yeah. I know, Ryan, you differ. I don't know if you've seen this, Carrie. Seen what? Toy Story 4, yeah. No, she has. With you, George. Did Nancy, I'm bad. <laughs> Carrie has seen it twice. You're right, we use that, yeah. Carrie has seen it twice. It's been a blur. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Carrie what had... happens when three strangers get on a couch? <laughs> Never seen a movie together before. Um... Anyways, I very much felt... Not only toys, I love Toy Story three. Toy Story is a fantastic movie, and at the time, I was very much in that fucking zone of like, oh my god, Toy Story. When, when Toy Story three came out, we were all like about to graduate. Yes. Yeah. So it was for some reason at time like, oh man, I feel old. Even though I'm not, mm -hmm. not old, but it was at a good point. Um, and I love Toy Story three. And I think if you told me like that is the definitive end for that series, that is the most pinpoint. It's almost like it was made to be <laughs> the definitive ending of that story, and making a fourth one would have been ridiculous. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I think they did a better than average job. Than it very much feels like they got what whatever the fucking A team at Pixar looks like nowadays to make yeah. this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it is definitely better than what I because I anticipate to be like another Monsters Universe. It's like, okay, way better than that's that. That's fine, but like I still had this feeling of like I don't like I could have not seen this and I would have. I think yeah, and nothing would have changed. It very much feels like it, again. It very much feels like um. I'm trying to think of like I don't know, but it it feels like a number four. It feels yeah. like we finished the trilogy. We decided this still makes money. We should make another one. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a perfect trilogy. Uh, yeah, it very much feels like that. But I think it's the best four probably ever. How I, many fours have there been, though? Alien Resurrection, not great. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean 4 is Fast, the worst one. Fast and Furious was the fourth Fucking one. Fucking terrible. Okay. <laughs> not great. 
Um, I haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street four, but I, I bet it's bad. I haven't, it's seen, bad. I haven't seen Hellraiser four. Um, Hellraiser three was kind of silly. Uh, Blade they never made a fourth Blade. They no. stopped at three. They're they. Spider-Man oh, Four. The script sounds pretty fucking awful. Oh, it sounds amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is definitely probably one of the best. Like we made, we're starting a new. Uh, and they're saying this. This is the last one, guys. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, no. You Bob Iger, you nine piece years, of shit, nine motherfucker. Years from now, they're gonna be like, we need to complete Buzz's arc. What? <laughs> I don't care about Buzz's arc. I'm telling you about Buzz Lightyear, Stark Man. They already did Look, that. Let me. <laughs> this movie was described to me um, by my roommate and our friend Zach. Um, he was like, Ryan, Toy Story three. It ended Andy's arc, but four is about Eddie Woody's arc. I was like, you're not selling me. I could care less about a fucking toy's arc in a fucking movie. Are you kidding? I don't care. What? He's a toy. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't care. That was one of the first movies I ever saw. I had several Woody toys as a kid, and I could care oh, less. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, also, that... also, his arc was, like, painfully obvious. Yeah. <laughs> if we are doing... Like, a... it, like, it, like, without spoiling, like, at the end, like, it was like, okay, that's kind of sad, but, like, I knew it was coming. That For me, that wasn't, like... The sad part of the they movie. they they took out the definitive end. They're like, we can yeah. if we wanted to, we could do this for fucking ever now. Because like it really but feels like it takes place two weeks later. Yes, it does. It pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, which is funny because like I think she's she's like demanding that she gets Woody too. And he's like, whoa, well, well, wait a minute, this is Woody. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll give you. It's like, great. It goes in my closet forever. It goes now. In the <laughs> it's gonna disappear and I'll never notice. She likes Jesse. <laughs> Yeah, she's a girl. She doesn't want to play with yeah. a stinky boy, Sheriff. Ugh. Who voices Jesse? Uh, Joan Cusack. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, cool. Also, all the fun, like, side characters with, like, the famous voices. I feel like they want The problem was that there's too fucking many, and this is very much weird. Yeah. Yeah, this is the uh, fucking and uh, I did, Tom Hanks hour. And I didn't really care for, like, the new characters. Really? You didn't like, uh... You didn't like the Forky? Yeah. Forky, Forky was fun. Who voiced Forky? Tom Hale or something? Tony uh, Hale? Tony Hale, yeah. But, like, I did not like the Keenan and Peele characters. They were kind of boring. <laughs> they were funny. I like them. Yeah, Keenan and Peele. I always like Keenan and Peele for some yeah, reason. Yeah, you confuse your two black comedy duos, <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ryan is canceled. Yikes. No, 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 no. I know you're saying they're kind of... They're very blunt, obvious bits. It's also like they're we, like we need two side characters. Who's famous right now? They the have duo? the most DreamWorks energy out of yeah. all the group. Um, but yeah, a lot of the people that were introduced in three don't get a lot of attention. Like Mr. Pricklepants, I like Mr. Pricklepants. Mr. Pricklepants yeah. is great. I like the, the Triceratops uh, yeah. a lot. She doesn't get a lot of. Well, actually, she gets a moment when they're driving. Um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, there's too many characters and. There's not enough screen time for any of them other than Woody and Bo Peep. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bu- even Buzz is a side character in the yeah. story. Oh, yeah, he's like barely very in it. inconsequential. Yeah. Well, he learns to use his inner voice. Yeah. He doesn't speak Spanish anymore. Yeah. <laughs> also, remember when the Jesse and Buzz thing was a thing at the end yeah. of three? That They just yeah. kind of retconned that. She knows about his Spanish. Movie. Yeah, they just kind of retconned that, huh? Um. Mm. Anyways, I think this movie is the best of the Pixar, we're gonna bring this back, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I mean, I had a, a good, a good ass time. I kind of, I, I don't know the, the toy and kid thing is very good. I, but yeah. I don't even know, if, I don't even know if kids like toys anymore. That's true. Yeah, I was like, 
But what are kids these days? Yeah, I don't fucking know what they like. Does my iPad turn to life after I turn around? So it's like I don't fucking know. But it's still very good. Yeah, it's very touching. And I think like the bad guy, it's better than like Stinky Pete because Stinky Pete was just a bad guy. Uh, Yeah, Stinky Pete was a creep. But but he has a three dimensional bag. He's got empathy. Oh no, I like the little. The, I like I liked two a lot as a kid. Did you? Yeah, yeah I liked. I think it a two. Lot. I haven't watched one and two in a long time, but I think two I like, is still my favorite. I like one. More I think two. two is probably my favorite. Um, Just because I was the little girl who liked Jesse as well, um, and then you threw her away. Yeah, I, threw, I had a Jesse doll. That's a good song. It's a very good song. <laughs> oh. I I had the whole crew. I had Jesse. I had Woody. I had Buzz. I had a a bullseye. I don't know you have an RC. Are. Not Toys. a lot of RC in this movie either. Yeah. Not a lot of Rex. I've seen Toy Story 1 too much. I've also seen two yeah, times seen Toy Story in, like, 1 a lot. in like high school and like Spanish classes. Oh, see. They yeah. would play it in Spanish. Like, this isn't helping me learn Spanish. I'm just annoyed that I'm not watching it <laughs> in, yeah, in a language that I can comprehend fully. I think my movie, or my Spanish class, we watched up in Spanish. Big Al's Chicken It was. Bomb. It was always Toy Story, Toy Story 1 or Finding Nemo. <laughs> And like it'd be the same year, and we watch the same movies again, but not like for, not like start from where we were. It would always be like, okay, so beginning like, okay, great. I know the entire like thirty minutes of Fighting Nemo in Spanish yeah. pretty well, I guess. Every, Weird though, how the, that's the case. Everything for a buck, buck, buck. That's very sweet too. Good. Yeah, I like this. I thought this was way better than expected. I know Ryan's like kind of meh on it. I'm very meh. Yeah, which I is mean, fair. It's better. Yeah, you can, it's that, more you can say for Monsters University, which is outright a waste of everyone's time. It did. It did almost give me the part with the crying girl. That almost that got, fucked me up. That that, that was, was very good. That was very good. Um, that was when like I was like ah, but then it's also like I I don't like that doll still though. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. And like I didn't like. There was no like ramifications for like what she did, like like honestly like the voice box, the voice box thing, like well, obviously like what the is girl society doesn't need a owner anymore. That's the whole thing. But she just took it from me. Didn't even like m- mention it. He was just like, okay, yeah, that's true. They made a deal, and she was like, I'll give you back this fork. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I wish there was like 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 a brief moment of him being like, ah, oh, I can't do this anymore. You like, can't like, say something poison the water like, hole. Because, like, it's supposed to be, like... <laughs> I wanted him to go through all of his phrases one last time. Cause, no, because, like, the idea is, like, oh, he'd sacrifice, like, anything for, like, this kid who doesn't right. even care about him that much. Mm-hmm. And that's... Underst- and, like, I get that, but it's not really represented, like, fully. Like, that's supposed to, like, the, oh, he really does care about her. And then he leaves her. <laughs> it's weird how Buzz is very much has been relegated to a side character in all these movies. Like, every single one of them. Like, it's all really is about Woody he and Elsa. He, he grew pretty well in two. Like, that's part of why I like two so much, is it kind of grew, like, his universe more. That's true, when they were wa- walking like, around. Like, in the story with all game the other buzzes, him. with all the other buzzes, with the villain, which I had a Zerg. toy with the villain. Zerg, I had Zerg when I was a little kid. And that was a dope-ass toy. It was cool. I had a Zerg toy. It transformed. What the it did. I don't remember what it transformed into, but I remember it transformed. It was a, God, it was a great video game, also. Me. It's a very good video game. <laughs> um, yeah, Toy Story 4. It's, it's all right. Yeah, people I saw it. I cried a lot. Did you? Yes. <laughs> the, the, part, the part with the Lost Girl got me. That was the, the part, part I cried. The part that got me... Well, the first time I watched it, the part that almost... Well, I cried a little bit less the first time I watched it, but... Uh, the very end, I was like, because uh, I I rewatched three before we saw four because I remember not liking three very much. Really, and I, it's still I think it's still my least favorite of all huh, of them. Interesting. But uh, the 
end of it really hit me when I rewatched it because I remember watching it's it when it the... first came out and I was like, that wasn't that sad. Everyone was saying they were crying, whatever. And then I rewatched it now and I was like, oh my God. It is a fantastic. I, I was like ready to cry. It is the most, story. what the fuck, guys? It's very much, that would have been, a, that was yeah. a fun meeting to be like, how many seconds? How many fucking seconds are we gonna fucking like, think these people like they're gonna fucking kill these fucking toys <laughs> jesus christ that wasn't the part like that didn't get me either but like what what the I, part where he's like this is woody and he's a bapadabapa and this is rex he's a dinosaur and they're like oh man and but, they get played with one line yeah exactly that's, that's what part. made me cry yeah that part's good but part like got to me is with um the care bearer fucking guy what's his oh, name oh lotso yeah, like lots of hugging bear. Bear. when he go when he goes back and then the girl is hugging another lotso like that that was pre, that was pretty. Sad. Did lotso come with him? No. Okay. When lotso got stuck on the got, front of a semi truck. Oh right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then like him and like um the clown walked all the way back to the owner's house. Right. And then when he oh, got there, mm-hmm. he noticed that the girl had another lotso doll, and he was like, oh. She replaced all of the all of us, but she only replaced lotso. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was the saddest. I think it was a thing that Toy Story was like, what people say is the saddest part. I was like, that wasn't the saddest part. That was stupid. <laughs> this was the saddest part. And then the part that made me cry in the, the second time I watched it was my favorite part of the movie is when Woody's at the park and uh, the little girl is on the merry-go-round and she rolls around because he's following Bo Peep's sheep. He sees oh, it right. and she picks him up because he's like looking for Bo Peep and then they're both in toy mode facing each other and I was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so good. That's I really like the little play What if it was a different Bo Peep doll? <laughs> He's like, oh my god, it's Bo Peep, and then they go into a live mode. The funny thing, the biggest, the funny, the funny thing for me is like, the biggest like time frame is the fucking glow up they had to give Bo Peep from one because, whoo man, that looks primitive. The first in the first movie, now she looks a lot better. Um, That also, like, I I was thinking about like the I was really paying attention like the animation on this one. It looks really, it looks really good. Like the people, I hate how the people look. Yeah, well, part. yeah, they but look like, DreamWorks. But, but yeah, it looks very, it looks more like Disney animation. The thing, yes, it does. But like the environments and like the toys, they all look very. Because it, the thing is, it's like, um, like you, because th- at a certain point they hit a ceiling, right? Like, yeah, this is as best as we can make it look. Like it already looks real, so now we gotta be like the most hyper detail oriented, yeah. right? But it's like, like you, also, going... you also can't do that with like people yeah because no, it looks weird it'll look weird if you put pores like, on people but like i still don't like how they look yeah people. i know i don't know but I you can add I, like the little like fucking i think because they all i think that's because they all like look the same yeah especially like all like the females have like the same face yeah which is weird yeah but i mean whatever all women are the same to be anyway. Hey. Right? <laughs> Man, I am being canceled I'm bummed, after this one. I'm bummed that there was no Toy Story 4 video game. Because all the Toy Story video games are very fucking good. Toy Story 3 was a great video game. There's probably one on mobile where you just uh, run Toy Story 3 is a great ass video game. That's all I gotta say. On PlayStation 3. You can play it in 3D. You could play in 3D. You could also... It had like PlayStation exclusive. You can play a Zerg only on PlayStation 3. What? Yeah. It's fucked oh, up. If we, if we could go back to Toy Story 3 for just a second. Sure. <laughs> when I was, because there's like this whole batch of movies that came out before I like cared a bunch about movies, before I was paying attention to cast and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching Toy Story 3, I was like, well, there's a lot of fucking people in this. And Michael Keaton plays Ken. Wow. No one told oh, me Oh, that's that. right. <laughs> I was dying. That's right. That's so funny. Holy shit, you're right. 
What happened to Barbie? I don't know. Uh, she was she was in this one a little was bit. She? Okay. she she stayed at the the she stayed at the the place with Ken at the oh, daycare. Oh, daycare. Yeah, you're right. You're that right. was my that was another weird thing about Toy Story Three. People like, oh, there's so much product placement in Toy Story now. There's all these Barbie <laughs> dolls. And it's like, yeah, they're toys. A toy? I'm sorry that like they had the most like icon of like a female oriented toy like be it'd be weird not now. to have her in the fucking movie yeah i would i would love to see a movie about my barbies because i kept them in a plastic tub under my bed <laughs> they were all i they would only ever have one shoe because i'd always fucking lose the shoes and they were always naked and their hair was tangled <laughs> now they're toy soldiers yeah <laughs> Naomi, that's a lot more than i expected to stay on toy story 4 um i'm gonna play toy story 3 the video game now anyways i liked it yeah, I liked it a lot, too. Tell me about The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yeah, Last Black Man in San Francisco. So I saw this. Um, this is an A24 joint. Um, it was a Kickstarter motion picture that A24 picked up and, you know, funded as well. Uh, it is about uh, modern-day San Francisco. It stars a... So I'm not familiar with a lot of San Francisco, but I believe the Tenderloin, or maybe it's Beyond the Tenderloin, is the last remaining like low income low quote unquote low income area in San Francisco, and I think that's just that hasn't been urban renewed. Um, but anyways, it is about this man who says that his great grandfather or his grand yeah his grandfather made one of the houses in San Francisco that is like in one of the main districts, mm. uh, probably not too far off from South of Market. Um, so if, if you've seen movies and you've seen like shit of what San Francisco, like the houses look like, like they're on a slope. Full house. Yes. They look like the full house house, but, but like they're very like intricate, very artsy. They got whatever the hell. They look like a fucking like the Stuart Little house. Mm. Um, but bigger because that one was the small one in the thing. Because he's a mouse. Because he's a mouse. It's the whole thing. (laughs) Anyways, Hugh Laurie's not in this movie. Uh, <laughs> not Hugh, interested. Hugh Laurie's not the last no, black man. No, no, he's not. What? Um, but yeah, the point of it is that that was his house, and at one point, the dad lost it because the rates for everything went up because there was a certain point where San Francisco made the decision that we are going to urban renewal this whole fucking city in the sake of progress, in the sake of becoming the next New York or whatever the hell, mm. and that only got worse once Google, once Facebook, once Uber, once Lyft, once Twitter, once Facebook, once all of these fucking company, tech companies came in and just fucking ruined the city. Just nightmare town. For $4,000 for a 300-bedroom square apartment is a nightmare city where, like, no one supported, no, one that's peop- no people of color supported. There is no safety net whatsoever. And so the sad thing is, like, it's based in truth because, like, that was a house that they once had. They were a black family, and then what they essentially got priced out. Um, and so he, so some a white family lives in it, but he cares so much about this house because it's like oh, I was my grandfather's house. This is to him like this is our family house. So what he comes is like he because he thinks like these people don't take care of the house at all. So he comes paints it, does the garden for them. They don't want him. They really don't want him to. But he because the house has sentimental value to him, um, and then. The sister of the person who lives there, I forget, but it, but regardless, I think the house was like given to them or whatever, but it was part of like in their will, like we, this house is no longer yours. It is like up for like equity or whatever the shit. There's like a dispute for it. Um, and so he's like, oh, so that means that the house has to stay 
No, they have to move out of the house, but the house isn't for sale yet. That means nobody's in the house. Uh, and it's like, yeah, and they're like, typical San Francisco, am I right? Everything's an Airbnb. There's a million houses here, but we can't give it to anybody because it's too expensive because that's the whole business. So there's a shit ton of homeless prop people, uh, whatever. Um, and so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to fucking um, squat in the house and we're going to restore it. Uh, and so, yeah, that's the story of this movie. It's just like this person who like really likes this house and because it feels like the last thing that he has because his mother left him and his dad pretty much abandoned him after that mm -hmm. and so he lives with his friend that he met who's a theater guy who is kind of eccentric uh they all lived in the tenderloin uh by the last part that hasn't been renewed like there's i don't know much again about the history of san francisco but there is a part in the city where the water is just fucked like everything like it's like the last part where all the water like the all the shit, bad water comes in here in this neighborhood where a lot of the black community lives in. Um, and it, it's probably because they haven't renewed it because the water's so fucking bad. Um, so yeah, that's he stays there with da, Danny Glover is the theater, his theater friends is dad. Uh, and he supports him. He's like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, sure. I'll tag along. And he like draws people and like is trying to make a play. And he eventually makes the play of the last black man in San Francisco. Um... Yeah, it is a very, it's a very good movie. It didn't floored me uh, like I was expecting to, mostly because like, yeah, that's the city. It fucking it's just garbage. It's peak human failure state. Um, hate that city. really. Um, <laughs> it's fucking awful. Um, but yeah, I think it's very good. It ends very bittersweet. Uh, I think it it ends. I don't want to spoil it because I think Carrie, you want to see it, yeah. so I'm not gonna spoil it. But yeah, it, it's very good. Once it comes out on Amazon Prime because it's the Disney 24. I don't know if they still have that nice. deal with them. Yeah. Uh, Until that, what A24 is coming out with like their own streaming service. I can believe so, that because they're getting yeah. they're getting into series as well, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. they are. They they have a few series. Yeah. Um, too much, like, it's really weird yeah, how they came after Annapurna and they stole their dream, their whole gimmick. Almost like all these streaming services are just basically becoming cable again. Yeah. Oh. I'm telling you about Burv. <laughs> uh, I think the supplemental material for this in Alma was very good. It was very, very good, especially like if you're not familiar with San Francisco. I think like the stuff they added with it was very, very good. That gave you like the context of like there's with this history of this city. Here's what it used to be. Here's how it slowly fucking turned into the nightmare hellhole it is today. Um, yeah, that's it. I would recommend it. It's nice. good. That one song that's on the trailers is very good with the guy singing If You Go to San Francisco. It's a very good song. Great soundtrack. But yeah, uh, from going to a very sentimental and heartfelt movie. To a different movie. To a killer doll. Yeah. To movie two of three on this podcast about toys behaving strangely. Mm. Child's Play, the remake. Yeah. Um, so I grew up on the Child's Play films as a kid. I don't know why, but I just watched them a lot. Because Ryan's an edgy tween. I was an edgy tween. No, because <laughs> my parents just left these scary DVDs out and didn't monitor <laughs> what I watched. And you were an edgy tween, and you were like, I'm going to watch I wasn't it. a tween. I was like seven. I'm an edgy tween. <laughs> But yeah, I have a lot like the Child's Play, like the franchise is pretty, pretty rough. How's Child's Play Four? Child's Play Four, so that'd be Bride of Chucky, and it's bad. <laughs> um, the first two, I would say, the first original two are pretty good. Yes, Curse of Chucky, pretty solid. At some point, they became self-parody, terribly self-parody. At, at at Bride of Chucky, it 
hard turn to sell. Became like a giant meme. And then Seed of Chucky is a nightmare to watch. Yeah. It is a misery. It has some funny bits because uh, Jennifer Tilly voices uh, yeah. the girl, but Jennifer Tilly, the actress, is in there, and there's other a- actors playing themselves, and that's always fun. But they're very, like, 2003 yeah, actors. That's what I was going to say. It is the most so peak like, early 2000s. Who are these people again? <laughs> Jennifer, who? Yeah, that is the peak. How dare you? <laughs> and then, like, like the more I think of, like, Seed of Chuggy, especially in, like, a 2019 lens, there's a lot of weird transphobic kind of things in there. I feel, I haven't watched it in a long time, but, like, when I think about scenes where they argue about the gender of their son. That's probably peak cheap pop shots at yeah, transphobic yeah, yeah. to the early 2000s. Because, they, because there's the scene where they both take down the pants, like, because oh, it's a doll, like, there's nothing there. It's like, it's a girl. It's like, what do you mean? It's a boy. He just hasn't sprouted yet. Ah, mm. you'll get it, son. And they dress the Glenn, the the child doll, up in different things. And there's, oh, it's so, it's such a nightmare to even think about. <laughs> but Child's Play 2019 aims to change everything. Because now it's not a killer doll. It's a robotic AI that was programmed by a very angry um, worker in a sweatshop. So weird. It's so weird. George, you didn't see this, right? Yeah, I didn't I want to. Uh, it's bad. You don't need to. I know everyone's I like, like a, I liked it more than Ryan. Yeah. That was your like the most that everyone. Yeah, I hadn't, I, I don't think I've seen any of the original Chucky movies. So I've seen. I guess like, other than one and two, it's pretty I've seen bad. Par- I don't pretty know. Swine. I don't know which one it was. I think it was Bride of Chucky. Because mm. I know that both, both him and goth lady Chucky were there. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene where there was a mirror on the ceiling above people having sex. Yep. yep and it yep, breaks. Yep. And That's the, the only part I remember. They were trying to put their souls in there and they messed up and they all died. I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh. Got it. But yeah, in it's a disgruntled uh, worker in a sweatshop who has just been fired. Who's just been fired. It's like, you're fired. You're just, but finish that doll, though. Yeah, like, finish classic. Thing like, 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 That's like, he's like, you know what? Flip, flip, and he's just turning off all the inhibitors, and it's like violence inhibitor off, Swearing. clean mode off. That's praxis. Wanting the fuck mode on. <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually, um, Aubrey Plaza, who is very prominent in like the first third of this movie, and then kind of vanishes. I feel, yeah, which is interesting. Um, also, the voice, the doll is Mark, is Mark, is Mark, Mark Hamill. Marcus, Marcus Hamill. Marcus he's going Hamill <laughs> doing he's, his uh, Brigsby Bear voice. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> she, uh, Aubrey Plaza is the mom. Uh, there's a lot of jokes about how she's too young to be the mom, which is like, you don't really need those. Yeah. Like, people can have kids young. It's fine. She's no. like, I had a very eventful sweet 16. <laughs> and it's like, all right, too much information. <laughs> um... Ryan's just like, I'm just trying to get to the killer doll here. Please move it along. <laughs> exactly. No, and then like she gets this dysfunctional doll and gives yeah, it to she, her son. She works at like who's... customer service at the equi- the this movie equivalent of a Walmart. Yeah. And someone brings the doll back and it's like, I don't know, I turned it on and its eyes were red and it just seemed off. So I turned it off and I just wanted a refund. And she's like, fine. I mean, she did a good call, it sounds like. Yeah. It and just sounds like toy soldiers, right? Or small soldiers. Yeah. Well, it's also because she gives it to her son, who's like probably like ten. I would. Th- mm, I would say he's like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, he's old. Because yeah. like in the real Child's Play, that kid that is a like kid. that's like 
five year old kid, kid. which is like, I don't, why they get make the kid so old? That makes it even like just break it, (laughs) just break it. Yeah. Um, and then like he's like, you got your fucking doll. I don't want a doll. And she's like, it'd be funny. (laughs) And then it, and then the thing with this Chucky doll, it's owned by the, it's created by this company who's essentially like, um, an Amazon or Google, where they they have this like. They, they they have services and everything. You know, they control your thermostats. They control uh, the TV. They <laughs> they can call an Uber for you. That's a self driving Uber for yeah, so you. So it's like a uh, Google Home, but it's a doll. a doll. Yeah, and it can also like remembers things and like will walk with you and like play with yeah. you and like you forgot your science books, man. Which is it's it's interesting. It's this this massive conglomerate that wants to do everything. And their idea to like bring it, like connect it all into one, is a doll, which is interesting. Yeah, it's, a, I mean, it's convoluted. It's very convoluted. And then the way it goes about with the doll, like being the psychopath, is the kid, like the kid and his friends show him like scary movies and try to Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. too. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, and then like teaches, I mean that is the end. It's, it's a really funny scene because chucky chucky's main motivation throughout the movie is he just wants to be this kid's friend like he wants to be his Uh best friend and uh he see he wants to make him happy and he sees this kid and his uh friends watching texas chainsaw massacre 2 and he sees he like has this moment where he like looks at the screen sees people being stabbed and their faces ripped off and then he looks at the kids and they're all laughing and he's like Hmm. So then he goes and grabs a knife and tries to stab Chuck, the kids. I would say the entire child's play. And, but and it also is helped by like they teach him to be scary to scare his mom's boyfriend. Oh, that's true. Yeah. What was the boyfriend's name? I can't remember. It was like Scott or something. I would say the entire child's play franchise has the Texas Chainsaw Massacre two energy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now, if you were watching Texas Chainsaw, the a new generation, then things would have got interesting. Mm-hmm. Renee Zellweger and uh, what's the guy from Serenity? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I think they kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I will How s- dare you forget Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> name? First of all, the guy from Serenity. <laughs> yeah, that, that is his defining role. I refuse to acknowledge him in any other film. I will say, I I feel like this movie. Being so like very different from the original one, it does carry like this a very similar like, vibe. Because like a main idea of like the first one is like the doll's not really alive; it's actually the kid doing this, and he's like, which is okay, yeah. It and the kid is just using the doll as like this, you know, imaginary friend who's like telling. But they never it. went into in the first they, movie. They never went into it like because fully. they ditched that kid very early in the first movie. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 But they did that a little bit in this one, but like. It was really obvious it was the robot because they te- taught it. Because there's stuff where like Chucky will like bring um, the kid like gifts, which are like evidence of murders. Like yeah. I did this for you, and he's like, "What's your? What do you? What? 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 The, fuck? the boyfriend's name is Shane, by the Shane? way. Shane. Oh, that's a boyfriend ass name. <laughs> um, and then his friends are like, "I think uh, Andy's actually a killer," because like. Why would the doll do that? But then it's obvious that it was the doll the whole time. Mm-hmm. Much like what, much like with the original one, where it's obvious because there's so, a soul in the doll. Right, I have a question. Yes. Is there only one Chucky doll? Well, in the in the main narrative of the story, yes, but they're is about it, to do. There, he's of the first iteration of this thing. And he's the, the only one that's like 
fucked up. Oh, okay. He's the only one who got his inhibitors turned okay. off. Okay. But but there's a new they're about the to buddy launch two. The buddy two. Oh. Uh, and and, there, so. and there's a funny there's a very funny gag in the game. It's like. I thought this doll was supposed to be a redhead or blonde. No, he or was whatever. like, "This is my daughter wanted the blonde one. This is a fucking ginger." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like, oh. And I was like, "Well, um, the blonde one's a buddy too, and this says buddy one on it, so um, we are idiots." And he's like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, "That's so obvious. Like, it's been out for like a year, and it's the most popular toy on the planet, and you can't, and you don't know that, like." Jesus. Ryan, customers name. are morons. No, <laughs> I, is I work in customer service. I know. Okay, I know that. This is a new Nintendo 3DS. This is a new Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> um, but there's the ending sequence is the launch of the Buddy 2 doll. Uh-huh. Which also, fun fact, comes in a bear version. So I was like, oh my god, he was doing his Brinsby bear mm-hmm. voice. And it has this very like um, Black Friday um, like segment um, where all these people are like lining up to like we need the body to it all now, but like Chucky's like behind the scenes doing some killing. Is that where it ends? That's where it ends, and it ends really bad. It's a really dumb, awkward like. Totally, it's one of those like sequences where like it feels so much like a stage play where nothing really makes sense in the context of like an actual environment. It's more like. Things are happening for the sake of them to happen for things to go forward and nothing feels natural. I hate it. I hate the third act so much. It's frustrating to watch. Listen. Like, it's, like, the idea is funny. I like, because it seems like all these dolls are going to, especially the bear doll, are going to attack and kill everyone. But they don't. It's just he tied a bunch of knives to drones and he's like <laughs> using his finger to make yeet, 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 yeet. And it's stupid. It's stupid. And there's this, then there's the ending in the back. And the guy and it jumps there. He's like, "Baby, you're dead." What did what did um what did Atlanta guy say? Um, the white dude of the uh, watermelon patch joke oh. that he made. There's a very oh op- he, the- okay. Uh, if we want to spoil this kill, there's a very strange scene where you find out that Aubrey Plaza's boyfriend is actually married, what and a he surprise. goes home. And he's standing outside his house in presumably summertime, taking down Christmas lights. That are lit and it's the dead of night. And there's also a watermelon patch in his front yard for some reason. And so uh, Chucky mows him down literally with a lawnmower and uh, rips his face off like he watched in the movie. And then uh, the cop, one of, there's an, the, one of the side characters is this cop whose mom lives in the apartment complex a few doors down from the main kid in Aubrey Plaza. And uh, the cop shows up to investigate. And he's like, white man dying in a watermelon patch. How poetic. I was like, huh? And that's it. He's just saying that he says that and that's the end of the scene. It's so weird. It's so weird. Like, he is a very funny actor. Yeah. He, like, he's great in Atlanta and I... I think he was a voice in something that was very good. Um, but yeah, very weird that he was, was so a weird. rough character in this movie. Mm. Very awkward. R- really quickly befriended the twelve-year-old boy. Well, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't like. I, I don't. Go ahead, Brian. I, I I didn't care for this. Although in terms of a child's play, the franchise, it's probably one of the better ones. That's the thing with the child's play franchise. Like, it's not great. No, no, it's, it's bad, actually. Yeah, but like, what's fun is like the kills are supposed to be, yeah. is, are like creative, and like there are a few good ones. Like the 
My Malik. favorite is the one at the at the at the launch when there's this guy who's wearing a buddy costume. Like he has a big buddy oh, head. Oh yeah. And Chucky like sneaks up on him and stabs him in the neck right as he puts the head on. And so then they throw the curtain up and they're like, here's Buddy! And there's this group of customers. They're like, yay! And then he's like wobbling and he falls to his knees and he takes the helmet off and just blood starts spraying very comically out of his neck all over a little girl in slow motion. It was so funny. The worst kill scene, though, was the Uber car. so stupid. So you can use your Chucky to call it a self-driving car. And this scene is great because Chucky... It's it's the it's the cop's mom. Yeah. She drives to bingo and she calls the kids like I'm like, oh look at me, I'm in the future. I have an old lady voice that's comical. <laughs> Even though I don't think that's how that anyone talks. Um and she gets to the car and it's going and Chucky is like right behind the car, he's like, Yeah, he like use his his finger glows when he's like controlling stuff and his fingers glow and he's like, Yeah. And then she's at the bingo parlor. And her friend's like, oh, look at you. You're in the thing. Blah, blah. He's like, I know. I'm really old. And then the car just starts, like, going weird and, like, driving backwards and front to back. And Chucky's there, and he's just, like, using his finger, like, pointing where it should go. And it's like, first off, how'd Chucky get there? <laughs> I have two theories. One, he called his own Uber driver. <laughs> or two, he's able to haul ass, which he has to be able to do in this movie. Because there's so many points where he just gets to places so quickly. And, like, he has to be hauling ass. I mean, in Toy Story 4, Woody ran 5.3 miles to that, to that restaurant. Yeah, but we saw Woody haul ass. <laughs> we don't see Chucky haul ass. But you know that a toy can, based on the toy. I, I want to see an actual toy do it, not an animated toy. Um, and, yeah, it's just her, like, in a car, and, like, the car is, like, crashing into things. And, it, and she's screaming. And, and it's yeah. really, like, prolonged yeah, and, like, that obnoxious. Kid, that like, All right. Not interesting, yeah. Well, it sounds like this movie is fine. Probably what yeah. Child's Play deserves, honestly. Yeah, a fine <laughs> movie. Um, not one that is transphobic or just um, borderline bad. unwatchable. <laughs> okay. Well, we are on a kick of toy movies. Woo! Uh, man, so they made another Annabelle movie. And somehow if you, they've made more Annabelle movies than Conjuring movies. They somehow fucking managed to make... Yeah, they did that. But so they decided to make the Civil War of the Conjuring universe with this movie. <laughs> um, so if you told me that we had to watch a new Annabelle movie at the beginning of the year, I'd be like, ah, why? <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> but in a strange... And after you've seen it, you're like, yeah. In a strange, but for a different reason. In a strange turn of events, turns out when you call up Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson, uh, and James Wan comes back from Aquaman land to write a script really quickly, uh, you get an okay <laughs> really movie. Quickly. Very interesting how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this movie's okay. It is, if we yeah. can, if we were to rank, I put Conjuring 1, Conjuring 2, this is directly underneath that, it is the top three Conjuring yeah, of the movies. Everything of the spinoffs, yes, it's the best Everything besides Conjuring Ooh. 1 and 2 has been pretty much shit, except for yeah. this. Everything's been pretty much unwatchable. I would put, like, I would leave an empty space at number four, and then five I would put Annabelle. The first Annabelle. Yeah. And then... So, under Reagan, you would leave a blank space? Yes. Like, it's not... The, <laughs> Nothing deserves No, it. it's like... We need to put, like, a, a border of separation and quality here. Like, something happened. This is, like, the zone. So, above, the above, of... above this line, this is the watchable slash tolerable rage. Everything below is, like... That's where, like, the nuclear bomb... Hey, if you want to go there, you can. It's fucking contaminated. Yeah, that's the, that's the fence 
vents in order to contain everything. Yes. We don't want the poison to escape. <laughs> that is that is the church glass that keeps the other horrors that is the other movies away. <laughs> that was so okay. Jumping right into this movie, when she's like, "Where is the, where are those pieces of church glass that we got last week?" And then the next second, there's this whole it's thing built into a thing built with a sign in calligraphy. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Why is church glass holy? Isn't it just regular glass? No, it was made by Jesus. <laughs> we contained it with church wood made they... from pews. <laughs> so the confusing thing to me is... Okay, so so okay, here's what you set up. This is after Conjuring 1. Oh yeah, we were yeah. trying to break down the timeline. That's why I was confused. Because uh, If you want to tell me at the beginning of the year, I would be breaking down the Conjuring timeline. Well, this is the weirdest one, because part yes. of it takes... Part of this movie takes place before Conjuring 1. Yes. Because it's when they first get yeah, Annabelle. Yes. But like, oh, like, the first part of Conjuring 1 is the Annabelle scene, and that's when they take her. So then this scene is, like, right after the first part of the first Conjuring. You know right. what I'm saying? And then it seems like the events of the Conjuring happen, where they're at the house with the family and Do you Annabelle. think it's during the events of this movie? No, I think no. I think the second half of Annabelle comes home is after the events of the Conjuring because when they talk to the little because the little girl isn't I can't as remember old, the second half. The, of the, the little girl, the little girl in this movie isn't as old as the little girl was in the Conjuring too. But when she talks about Annabelle, she's like, "You don't want to fuck with Annabelle." So it seems like the stuff that happened to her with Annabelle in the first Conjuring movie where Annabelle was, like, out, and she was... Because you remember how she has that necklace that flows down the river, and Vera Farmiga's like, oh, shit, there's something happening at home, and Annabelle was, like, fucking with her, in the, and she was rocking in the rocking chair and everything. So I think that happened before the second part of this movie, yes. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. These movies are, like, intertwined. Which is weird how confusing they made it, because they are very, very... Well, no, they, they're good at finding loopholes where they can fill movies in. Right. So I don't know if they made the most intricate, confusing shit so they to could fill fair, in those holes later. To be yeah. fair, they made Annabelle, which was the origin story of Annabelle. Yes. And then they made Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, which, which is the, the origin story, story of, of Anna that. Yeah. Uh, dumb. Yeah. So, confusing timeline aside. But the good news is that Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are in this movie at a, in a minor role, but they set up things. They, but you they, get to see Patrick Wilson's forehead. And, yeah. and in the end, that's all anyone really needs to um, see. And they bring, I, they, I love my husband, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> they bring such a sense of, like... Oh, man, it's good to be home. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, thank God. It makes it feel like, okay, we should be paying attention. Yes, now. this is important. Great. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it is fine. It is very, I describe it as the Civil War of fucking, because I would call Civil War, this should have just been called Avengers 3, and I would have just called this, this should just be called Conjuring 3, but it, it's awkward and it's weird. Yeah, and calling Captain, the next Civil War this weird Captain America thing, that's a weird thing, but we're gonna do it anyways, fucking whatever. <laughs> and it's also a payoff, like, yeah, here's all the fucking things in the room, guys. I don't yeah, fucking hear you. I, I called this the Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Yes. In the Conjuring Cinematic Universe. So, and if you're not familiar with this movie, uh, or what the setup is, uh, we follow the babysitter who uh, babysits the, the Warrens' daughter, on her birthday, while they're on a trip, that we're not sure where that's what's going on there. I is that the events of Conjuring? Three? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, oh, of Conjuring could three, be. perhaps. Yeah. I don't think it's the events of the first Conjuring. But I think this is way before. I think the two is. I always imagine two is on the horizon after. I like, don't. I don't remember. Two? I don't remember exactly the timeline of like where they were before two. I don't either. 
Well, they're like, too they're, happy to have Tim. Yeah. Their daughter is like 14 in two, I feel Because like. the oh. nun was still fucking with Vera Farmiga. The, pro- the problem yeah. around two, so this, and they seem way happier. So part of me tells me that this is after two. So it takes between Annabelle one and two. Annabelle comes home. There's no way it takes place after The Conjuring 2. Okay, I don't okay. remember anything about Animal Comes Home. So I'll, I'll, I'll this, trust this you. Movie, this movie that we're talking about. Oh, right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Annabelle Creation is the very first That's what one. I was thinking. That happens before Yeah, everything. way everything. Everything, right. That's origin. <laughs> and that's yeah. zero hour. But it's not the first movie in the Conjuring timeline because the that's nun. That's the nun. That's the nun. Because that's old as oh, shit. Fucking god damn it. <laughs> this timeline does not need to be we, this confusing. We fucking rabbit hole this fucking god the fucking nun. So what makes... Animal Comes Home fun, which it's not scary, it's no, fun. It's no, fun. it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Is, uh, like, the trailers make, it's like, oh, that's stupid, because it's like, she goes into the room, and she's like, will you touch everything? <laughs> but, like, there's so much weird ghosts, like, yes. in the house, and, like, it's just, it's just kind of but fun, the, but the, where, like, you turn a corner, and there's this new weird thing with its own unique bit that's like, what, what <laughs> this, is this? Oh my god, you know what this is? This movie is the scene from Batman vs. Superman where he opens up the files <laughs> yeah. with all the, like, the, yeah. the man file, and yeah. the, here's all the movies that are coming out. But the problem with this is that they have they have directly put everyone underneath Annabelle. That's the problem. Yeah. They made everyone into it's like when you play the fucking Spider-Man video games and it's like, oh, it's the Spider-Man video game, but Rhino has won the first boss fight, Vulture's the second boss fight. Like immediately these are C-tier villains. These are like the people you like get before Annabelle. I don't know, man. I think the Fog Werewolf is gonna be a great movie when that comes out in 2021, okay? <laughs> You could do something with the fog werewolf. I think something. You fun. could definitely do something <laughs> with the fog werewolf. Uh, I don't know. About I feel like the, the 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 Milton Bradley haunted fucking box was. That from, was so that, good. That was good. I was oh like, I want to see that one. That God. one I want to see. I, I ge- that's also like how I genuinely loved. That, that. was a good bit. Like <laughs> that, I was like meh on this movie, and then that scene happened with the feely mealy box, and I was like, yes. holy, that's a great, shit. that's a great name. I Loved and also, it so took much. a while for it to. Yeah, it, it was well, the most. I remember it had such a satisfying place in the movie because I remember when the girl is in the fir- at first in the room. There's this lingering it's shot even, yeah, of it's this not board a big deal. game, and I'm like, "What am I looking? Why am I uh-huh. looking at this yep. for so long?" And then it's in the closet, and yep. you're like, "Oh, it is the most. It is the most like, oh, we have actually good writers who wrote The Conjuring in this because <laughs> that The Conjuring. What I love about The Conjuring, it's filled with those moments like. Here's this small thing, and it builds up. Whereas now it's so clear, and like the magic is kind of gone. But the feely mealy box that was great. That was done so well. It's crazy what happens when you set up a scare instead of just being like, ah, oh, fuck, it's the nun. <laughs> Spit Jesus blood. Out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and so yeah, it's just like the fucking lady fucking touches everything, and it's all gone to shit. And Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson are gone, so they survive the night. With everyone's unleashed, there's this fucking guy. He's all like, ah, oh, what was like his name? I don't his remember. Name was his like name. Brandon or something. Oh, Bri- uh, Bri- Brian's got balls, or oh, someone's got balls. Someone's got balls. Bob's got balls. Bob. Bob's got balls. Good old Bob. <laughs> Bob was great. Bob was great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's and it, this this move to give the energy of this movie. This ends with dancing in the moonlight at the yeah. end, with like, <laughs> oh like, yeah, no, Patrick ch- Wilson grabs the guitar as he always does. Yes. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. Who let the acoustic guitar on set for Patrick Wilson? You should not have done that. You know he will grab that. I was telling Ryan that uh, I imagined at the end of that that scene where... uh, 
I just imagined that Bob was about to bring out his acoustic guitar and then Patrick Wilson Still. brought out his acoustic guitar and then Bob was like, oh, okay, never mind. Again, there are, there are marks in this movie you can tell, oh, this is a real Conjuring movie. Yeah. It's when Patrick Wilson has a fucking guitar he's gonna do his yeah. goddamn... I was like, all right. And then the credits end and it's like a Cheers-esque montage of all the fucking enemies and then it's like, and Annabelle, like, hey, guys. It, the dancing in the moonlight place, like perfect, love it. This is exactly what a conjuring should be. I saw this tweet that was uh, the ending of Annabelle comes home. Oh my god! It cut from statuesque, beautiful Patrick Wilson holding a guitar straight into the photo of the real life Ed Warren. Yes, they did him so dirty. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that's the word. That's the funny thing of like the, the like that was the big thing of the conjuring, right? This is ground. This is fucking real. The Warrens are real. Yeah, it's weird that they like this is that you chose to really do we really have to bring it back guys like come on we get it we get it oh, also there's so many bits with this movie do you we were me and ryan were on our way to this movie we were like do you think that annabelle's gonna have a cameo in this just because she's had cameos in so many movies and then there was the real annabelle doll on that game show we were like oh my god she still found a way to cameo in this oh man <laughs> Man, I, I like it a lot more in retrospect. I, yeah. what, what do you think is going to be the next uh, spinoff? I, w- I think I would like I, them to wait and find someone who wants to do the Feely Mealy box. That would be awesome if there's a whole movie. I think the, the werewolf, box. You if, if you don't want to try. I, I know the dress one is probably like I would want easy, the dress but one. I think the dress think one could be interesting. Be cool. But the weird thing about that is there's an indie dress movie coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. Angry dress. Yeah. Um, uh, the, 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 the token eye guy. Oh, the... That seems like man. that seems like one you can just shit out. Yeah. That's yeah. why you yeah, shit out. Sure. Although that one, like, I don't really care about that one. Me either, but that's no. very much like trailer. Like fucking... it had it had a good like bit, like with the eyes and like the coins when they drop. were floating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That was a cool but bit, but I I don't want a ninety minutes. Listen, of that. man, yeah. you just need to make a trailer with that fucking the fucking do it again with the fucking coin that... thing. And it was like, oh my god, the moon is so scary. I want to see it. Because that's gonna be more of like, it's gonna be like. Oh shit the non, oh shit the fairy man, oh shit the fog werewolf, oh shit the CRT with the weird it's a that little it's a little too. in the future. That was I don't get it though. How, wh- I didn't how get it why? either. Why was it scary? I didn't, I didn't get know. it. No, it was cool. It no, cool. it wasn't it, like it was a cool effect, but it's also like, how did this happen? I feel like the TV Oh thing... and and the the telephone that like, that like Hello <laughs> I think the TV thing might be a, a side character that comes along with the main thing. That's like, oh yeah, yeah, I also got a yeah, the TV. TV is like the Falcon of <laughs> Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh yeah, we also got this fucking weird TV. You wanna take it? Anyways, <laughs> Annabelle Comes Home was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I think it's a that's yeah, it was a very, <laughs> it was a very pleasant funny su- movie. It was a very pleasant su- This is also the most positive energy we've ever gotten, Ryan, out of any conjuring movie, good or that's otherwise. That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Uh, shout out to Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. Um, Always a shout out for Patrick Wilson on this podcast. But yeah, I wonder what, I don't know how James Wan is like, feels about this series now. Obviously he came back for this one. He didn't have to come back. He very much didn't. He's an, he's got that Aquaman money. Um, but (laughs) Which he deserves. He deserves. Uh, I hope he comes back every once in a while. Because it, this might get really bad. Uh, I know he's not doing the third one. I know. <laughs> Isn't the guy who did La Llorona doing yeah, the third one? Yeah, That's it's the worst a one. bummer. It's a bummer. Uh, I can't wait till I watch La Llorona. <laughs> you really 
really don't need to. I need yeah, according to, to you, it's if we were to rank these, it's at the bottom. Yeah, it's my least favorite. There'd be another blink spot and then a lot of the Rona. Well, I mean, it can sit next to the nun. Yeah, it's not, okay. it's not too far off in quality, I imagine. Uh, which uh, I think that is the ranking. It's like La Llorona, Nun, Annabelle. Annabelle. It, mm, I liked creation slightly more than the first yeah, day. The first one was fucking infuriating when we saw it. Because it was the first one that spun off. And it was right. like, this is and fucking people were, trash. And people were like ecstatic for it. Yeah, yeah. People, people were, were so horny for that movie. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> in that movie where I was just dying laughing where she's in the basement uh, getting stuff out of her storage unit or whatever and she closes the elevator door and it opens and it's still the storage unit floor and yeah. she's like huh and then she closes yeah, the door and, then the and devil... it opens again and then she does that like four more times and then actual Satan yeah is actual just Satan is just hanging out there <laughs> I do not remember a you don't remember the actual scene. Satan which is which was like some insidious energy, but not. Yeah, yeah. it really was when he was like climbing up yeah. the stairs. Because that's the thing. Because James Wan abandoned Insidious after two. He was like, I'm done. I'm moving on to like Patrick Wilson. And I'm taking Patrick Wilson. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking gonna... the one good thing about these movies and doing my own thing. Uh, what's hey, her face can Lin stay Jay here. She is good. She is yeah, good. Yeah, Shay can stay here and what's her other face can stay here. Uh, she's famous now. She's going to need these horror movies anymore. Um, what's her fucking name? She's Australian. Uh, she's very pretty. Uh, she was in the the Annie remake. Uh, I can't remember her Cameron name. Cameron Diaz. No, not Cameron Diaz. <laughs> uh, she was in that fucking movie, huh? I forgot. Yeah. Wow. All right. Anyways, that's all we saw in June. Uh, shout out to Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, July, we've seen some of these already, but as usual, we're going to make you wait until we got takes. Because honestly, is the farewell actually in July? Oh, shit. Yeah, I all right, fuck me. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I got Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home. Uh, Ryan's already seen it. I Carrie, have. you already seen it? Nope. Yeah, you saw Midsummer instead. Yup. Which is also on this list. I I don't know if I need to watch Spider Man in a movie theater. I don't The only reason I would want to go is for Jake Gyllenhaal. And Zendaya. Like Zendaya's Zendaya. good. Zendaya. Euphoria is a good television I will say, show. Zendaya is very good. Shit. And there is a cameo at the very end. I heard that, people talking about this. That is very good. Although what happens immediately after that, I hate it. Like people, uh -oh. like, people were like, this changes everything. I was like, this actually is my least favorite. Yeah, bring back Tony Stark. Yeah, I was gonna say, is he like an AI? Like a, oh my god, I would he... I would literally blow my brains out if they did that. I would <laughs> like he finally left. <laughs> if they did like a transcendence ass, he downloaded his consciousness. Oh my god. Like, like for a like transcendence ass. Very Great quick pull. thing. Very quick thing about this movie. They never shut the fuck up about Tony Stark. I can they imagine. never shut up about him. He's and that's like, he just died! He's the most important he person in Peter Parker's life, Ryan. Tony Stark. We all know them. Tony Stark, you know, built his character, his entire worldview. Everyone knows this. Tony Stark. Yeah, this the most important Peter Parker knowledge. character in his life. I hate MCU Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I, like, Tom Holland, good kid. He's great. I think he's going. He likes Final I, Fantasy XIV, apparently. I think he's going places. I hate his Spider-Man so much. Like, if he didn't have Zendaya, I'd be yeah, like, that'd be a this place just sucks. Anyway. And, they, and they, Zendaya's great, too. All right. So. Anyways, Midsummer, We saw it already, but we'll, we'll talk it. about it. Ooh, Oof. Crawl. Yeah. This looks... This is the most <laughs> fake-looking movie. It I does. Yeah. It is the most... Why is this being put out by Sony movie? Yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What if there was What's a hurricane? What's his name? The director? I forget his name. Uh, what if there was a hurricane? I used to know it off the top of my head. And okay. your house was flooded. 
But also, like, there's a crocodile. There's a creature in there. From the creator of Don't Breathe and The Evil Dead. Uh, is it? Alexandre yeah, yeah. Aja? Aja, yeah. Aja? Yes. Oh. He did Evil Dead and, uh, right? Uh, no. He didn't. He did Horns. Oh, wow. <laughs> he did Piranha. That's what I know him hey. for. Asking his Piranha, a he great really likes his fucking underwater. movie. That's this, true. This has Sam Raimi's name on it. That's why I got confused yeah. with him, because, like, oh, yeah. Um, there's no way, man. You are setting yourself up for failure if you made Piranha, and now you're making another underwater monster movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you fucking know. There's no way but you're gonna top gonna be, that. What about Crawl Double D? Piranha Double D was a travesty. <laughs> I also saw that after graduate yeah. straight. I saw that after Pulp Fiction. You had one hell of a day. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, I think that was a 24-hour one. Yeah. Oh, what a day. What a disappointment. Holy shit. What a disappointment. Oh my god. Piranha Double D. Garbage. Anyways, Stuber. His name is Stu, and he's an Uber driver. It's got Batista in it. It does got Batista. It's got Kumail in it, also. Yeah. This also feels like a movie Kumail maybe doesn't need to do. This yeah. also feels like an early Kumail. Like, what's going on? I don't know. Hey, listen, L.A. is expensive. I get it. <laughs> but, yeah. Your wife has had bad health before, and you would have had a good security blanket in case it happens again. Yeah. I get it. But... It's a, like, no, he has a TV show. He has Silicon Valley. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, like, get a TV That was show. like his big ticket. Yeah. No. I've never watched that show, and I don't. He was in The Walking Dead season TJ two. TJ Miller's on that show, right? He is in So that I show. will not be watching that yeah, show ever. Show. Um, uh, Kumail was a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race uh, once. That That's checks out. good. Yep. <laughs> what, what was his takes? Uh, one of the... There's an outtake on... That they played for the this most recent season finale where one of the drag queens to Kumail was like, I'm sorry, but you're just so attractive. He went to... And, uh, his wife was also on the panel with him and she's like, he's so hot, right? I know. Going to... <laughs> going... He was like, I take everything back. Your outfit was great. You did great in the challenge. Going to WrestleMania and being a judge on RuPaul is a perfect circle. That makes 100% sense. <laughs> um, anyways, The Farewell... Which we've danced around it, but this is a movie on the story of this. A24. Yeah. Uh, I, I think she was a journalist, and that's why it became like a podcast thing. But uh, it is about. So it's, it's about a Chinese family. Chinese family, yes. And their grandmother's been diagnosed with a terminal illness. Mm -hmm. But in Chinese culture, I guess, again, I can't say, but she told the story herself. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we prefer to like celebrate in the lead up to that so mm -hmm. they don't tell her. And so the daughter was raised. Not in China. She was raised in, in America. It's yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? We gotta mm -hmm. tell her. It's like, no, we're we're having like this brother of yours is having a wedding. Mm -hmm. It's really just a front. Like he is getting married, so but funny. but it is more to like everyone to be there to celebrate with the grandma. The life of the grandma. No one's saying anything. Yeah. Uh, and because yeah. Yeah, I really dug the trailer for this. Yeah, it looked really good. It's a very good, heartfelt story. At least the like hearing the person that had been being the person in the movie, mm -hmm. it was really heartfelt and it was kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this. I hope it's, yeah, I hope it doesn't, cause it, it looks a little silly. I guess like the way it had in it my mind. It looks like it could be like the just right amount of silly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, I don't know. The Art of Self-Defense, a trailer Jesse we've all Eisenberg. seen a lot. Oh my God. Jesse Eisenberg. Listen, I He's laugh bad. at this trailer every time. Really? I'm tired funny. of it. It does look funny. I've just seen the trailer too much, and the trailer doesn't really change. Jesse Eisenberg is a weenie. He's a weenie hut general guy. <laughs> uh, no, he wants to be weenie hut general, yeah, but he's a weenie hut junior. Yes. 
Uh, he signs up to a uh, karate class. His karate instructor is a little crazy. Uh, and then stuff happens. It turns into dark. It looks yeah. like a dry, dark comedy. Um, yeah, it looks cool. I'm just tired of the trailer. <laughs> uh, also, I, I feel like, like Jesse Eisenberg at some point needs to stop playing this kind of I think of Jesse Eisenberg is like uninterested in acting, I feel, most of the time, right? <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Right? He just t- chooses what he wants. Because uh, like he's he plays the same roles as like a Michael Sarah, but like he he survived, but he's still getting the same roles. Yes, yeah. but also I, he feels way better off than Michael Sarah. Yeah, I was watching a YouTube video where they were talking about Ready Player One, and they were trying to they were discussing who else could have played the main role in that movie, and one of them was like, they need someone with a little more charisma. I don't know, get like a Jesse Eisenberg right. in there, and the other guy was like, Jesse Eisenberg is a charisma void. Why would you pick Jesse Charisma played Mark Zucker. In a movie, <laughs> motherfucker. Perfect. Sweet baby rays. The Lion King. John Favreau. The Lion King. Care less. Yeah. I, mean, I like Billy Eichner. I do like Billy Eichner. I like. And him playing like a role with Seth Rogen sounds. I like amazing. Donald Glover. Yeah. But I have no interest in this. Yep. Yeah, maybe Eric maybe. Andre plays one of the that checks out. That sounds That's, great. Again, the role he's been made. Again, this makes sense. I don't I, care. Yeah, this <laughs> all makes sense. I don't care. This is all a Facebook Dreamcast thing. I Ooh, get it. Oh, it is. Yeah, I don't care though. I'm sorry. Like, it's just like I'm tired of the Disney live action project number five or whatever yeah. the fuck. And you're not. It's like can't be as colorful. Well, listen, Africa's very pretty. Um, you know. Things can look sunsets look really pretty. You can it, you can look colorful, but it's not gonna look as cool and imaginative as The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it just feels like you're walk. If it's like when they did the shot for shot remake of Psycho, it's like why? <laughs> why do we? What with Vince Vaughn? <laughs> Maybe not that. But why are we doing this? Like it doesn't need to be done other than the sake of money. So yeah. and the fact that and everyone's gonna lose their mind on social. And it's gonna make. So it's gonna make, make the stupidest dollars. amount of money. Just like the dumbest amount of money possible. And it's he, gonna make Toy Story he, 4 look like a fucking failure. And people are gonna be like, yeah, that was alright, I guess. And it's like, well, why, why though? Why do we gotta keep doing this? Guy? We can stop. We don't have to go to the <laughs> movie theater. We don't have to watch the trailer and then go to the movie theater. We can just stop. You have the power. We can, we, we've seen the trailer. We can imagine what the movie yes, would exactly. look like with real life we've now. We've seen it. Yeah, because guess what? We've all seen the movie a lot. We yeah. Uh, we're all idiots. Shout out to Disney having probably the most profitable fucking box office year Good in Lord. history. What, without scary. putting out anything original. No, yeah, because they had Avengers. They got Frozen 2. They got this. They got Toy Story 4 all in one they got, fucking year. They got Aladdin year. as They well. got Aladdin. They got Dumbo. Put that a is, on, in Am- my that head. is Amazon, on Amazon now, and I have hovered over that rent button a few times. I'm so curious. <laughs> Anyways, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, it seems to have a Hollywood story, but then also have the, the uh, not Marilyn Manson thing. Uh. No, Charles Manson. Charles Manson Family Murders. Yeah, yeah. Manson well, Family Because it's got Sharon Tate. Because it's got Sharon Tate. It, so. And also it's got a guy that looks like him in like some of the trailers. Yeah, yeah. that is him. That's yeah. Kit, I think Kit Harrington plays yeah. him. Oh, fun. Yeah, that checks out, I guess. Um, and so they're going to wrap it up into this like story of Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's Quentin Tarantino. I don't know how many movies has it been. Is it the 10th? It's, the, it's the ninth. ninth? The, the okay. movie is the ninth film. That's Quentin how he advertises all the movies, yeah. And it's like... 
relax. That's how he's, he's done it for. That's how he does it. So no, I get it. But like, did he, he do needs, that for his first movie? Be like the first movie, <laughs> Nick no. Who? I don't think he did that until Kill Bill. I think he started doing that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I wonder if that motherfucker counted Kill Bill one and two as two separate fucking movies. That's cheating. You know what? That's a one movie. <laughs> that is, a good that is one fucking movie, my guy. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that is all that's coming out in July that we have on the document here. Um, Netflix will probably put some shit out. Yeah, I, I looked, there really wasn't. Really? Wow. Yeah. They have like a lot of shows. And Have you heard of the Stranger Things? Yes. I have heard of Stanger Things. I actually finished it today. I heard it's better than the second one. It by is better. Miles. It's very goopy. That's what I've heard. It's kind of gross. I've heard. Nice. There's some gross stuff, and the the new like monster is. Also, heard there's is, a lot of is, making out of children in it. There is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a Stephen King. Kind no, of that is true. Well, like the <laughs> man. My favorite thing is seeing how many people saw it, and I was like, "This is just Stranger Things." That's, That's my so favorite funny. thing, and I thought of you. I was like, "Oh man, whatever." <laughs> now, like one of the one of the very first like things is like um, Finn Wolf's heart character in Eleven. Like they just make out all the time, right? And his like little brother's like, oh, "I want to hang out with her." Yeah, that's what I've heard. And uh, the cop guy who's like now oh, Eleven's yeah. dad is like, "Stop making out!" <laughs> it's really funny. It's really funny. <laughs> like she like use her powers like slam the door. So he's like, "Open the door!" And like he breaks it down, and they're just like, "What's going on?" Like not even near each other. It's like. I'm doing that. It's funny. It's like it's it's like there's some there's some stuff like I don't care about um uh skinny girl and her boyfriend. Oh yeah. Like their arcs like in season two were like I don't care and like their stuff in this season was like I don't care. Um Steve Harrington back at it again. Yeah. He's amazing again. Uh anyways, we're talking about Stranger Things so yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I'm I'm looking for that's not a movie, but I'm looking forward to watching that because I heard that's way better than two by it is miles. Way than two, yes. Um, all right. It feels like it honestly feels like a film. Like it has like a structure to a film. Well, that's great. We're talking about movies podcast. Exactly. Wow, 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 wow. Exactly. Guys, July sounds. We've already seen the best of July. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, we haven't seen Crawl yet. What are you uh, talking about? We haven't seen Stuber yet. Uh, <laughs> His name is Stuber, <laughs> and he rides an Uber. You can't. Who writes that? Yeah, good thing he didn't work for like Lyft. <laughs> Stiffed. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Well, Ryan, if people wanted to say hi in the internet, they could visit if, at Mr. Pib Official. If they wanted to complain about their Pib product. <laughs> at Mr. Pib There's Official. There's never been a complaint yeah, about a Pib product. There's never been a complaint from Mr. Pib ever. Yeah. <laughs> he will never be canceled. Don't look into <laughs> it. <laughs> Please don't. He's a good guy. Please loving God. family. <laughs> oh, He's boy. trying to get his doctorate. <laughs> Carrie, where can people find you? You can find me at car, K-A-R underscore E Lyles, L-Y-L-E-S. And you can find me at jcruzalvers26, where at two, three times this month, even someone on Twitter told me, you should start a letterbox. And I think I will hey. finally get to it. I oh, keep yeah. fucking forgetting. <gasps> I keep fucking forgetting. <laughs> I will probably do that. Well, you can find me on Letterboxd if you just search my name, Carrie, K-A-R-R-I-E. I'm still oh, you got on there early. I'm still annoyed. You didn't even get in there early, but I you did. still got your name. <laughs> I had one before you. Um, I'm unique. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. I had Letterboxd before it was cool, a.k.a. when Carrie joined and made it cool. <laughs> Look, that is true. I will say it. Uh, if you enjoyed this show, you can let us know by just tweeting at us or rating the show on, on, on iTunes. That'd be really nice. Um, 
But yeah, July is going to be... Uh, man, I'm bummed We're going to talk about two movies in July. July is going to be hot outside. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. I may just watch Kill Bill again. I don't fucking know. Yeah, no need. Hey, ooh, wow. All right. Well, uh, if I to watch Telephone by Beyonce and Lady Gaga, the music ooh, video for Telephone. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so funny because I, I just watched Kill Bill for the first time like recently. <laughs> And I was seeing all of the references. Oh, it's that truck from that. This is just a ripoff of Lady Gaga's telephone. This ripped off Lady Gaga. What the hell? I'm going to call her about this. Yeah, Gaga, I got another one. This to Tarantino bitch. Anyways, until next time, we will see you then. Bye-bye.